Hey everybody, it is Match Week 12, this is the Richmond Gooners Podcast, coming to you live from Gus's Bar and Grill, I am Ryan here with Tom, Hello, hello. and with Joey. They are who we thought they were, yeah. let them off the hook. Well, they, 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 they were never really on the hook, but it's Liverpool, it's away, um, you know, I think there was a lot of differing opinions how this was going to go pre-game, but in the end, it kind of went the way a, a lot of you feared it might. But, uh, there, was, there, was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of opinions that we were not going to get points, and then there was my opinion. Turns out I was the crazy one. So <laughs> I mean, I think that, most people me. most are predicting either a loss or you know a a a, a close fought loss, a or high a draw. stakes draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it ended up being a beat down. But but a beat down, it wasn't until it was. I mean, that sounds stupid as hell. You know, he's twenty nine until he's thirty, whatever. <laughs> That's the way it works, though. That is the way it works, and it was competitive for about fifty minutes, and then it wasn't. So so we'll kind of go through all that. Um, you know. I'm going to admit right now that the internet crashed about halfway through, so my notes are wanting, so this is going to be a bit more of a wander than it normally is, but... But I, yeah, mean, I mean, we this, waffle a lot. So but. let's start with the lineups. I mean, we came out looking pretty much, I think, how we all expected that yeah. we would look. Um, you know, the only question mark maybe is, is you know, in hindsight, you know, maybe Tierney could have gotten a start, but I mean, Tavares has been, has been balling for weeks, yeah. and Tierney's coming back from injury, so you understand that. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just waiting for it because I expect it will happen. But also, I'm annoyed because I know it will happen. The number of people that are saying that are going to say that Tavares sucks because he made a mistake and he's a flop, and we should sell him, as uh, as some people who badge themselves Arsenal supporters are wont to do. I just want to go on the record as saying that is stupid. But that, that will come from the and corners of fandom that you yeah, expected from, and we don't give that. That, that is stupid, and you are stupid if you think that. Right, and you know Liverpool came in with a couple of injuries. I mean, obviously you've got. Um, Firmino is still out. Robertson yeah. still out. Um, but they look pretty much how we expected them to line up as well. Yeah. And, you know, for the first, honestly, almost the entirety of the first half, it looked really competitive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was it, there was maybe – it felt to me a little bit like they might have been, you know, just feeling us out and we were going all out. But even so, it looked good. We had chances here and there. You know, but it just didn't pan out. And so – We were strong. We were strong. Yeah. It, uh, for, the, for, the, for the majority of the first half. The first half, outstanding, because they kept challenging down Tomiyasu. They kept coming at that side, and all, and all I kept thinking was, please, if you want to attack that side of the field, do it. Tomiyasu will defend. And Tavares did well. He kept solid in his pocket for the majority of the game, actually. Yeah. It, it, was that, it was that last bit. It was that last bit. Yeah. And, and he, in his defense, in Tavares' defense, the whole team kind of gave up. And yeah, after that goal, yeah. Yeah, and, and he, he, well, here's the problem. KT should have started. Tavares likes to get forward. He's aggressive. He likes to, he does not like to defend. He's one of those classic guys that he likes to get in the final third. And there's the old expression about everyone likes to come to the party, but no one likes to clean up. Yeah. Tavares he obviously prefers to attack and I think if we gotten KT in there he would have look in the second half Liverpool they came at us on that side and and it's, it's and did well and they, they did well but well. I, I think that Tavares was at fault for the goal because he it was an ill-advised back pass and he basically kicked it straight to Diego Jota but I think that defensively, he actually did a good job. Salah was quiet until he got his goal in the 80-something minute. Salah was so, so I, quiet. I, I thought yeah. Tavares did a really, really good job on him, and I still believe in Tavares, and I still think that he's a good player. He's like 12 years old, so of course he's going to make 
a mistake like that every now and yeah. then. You know well, what I mean? the other thing, too, is that, like, I mean, I don't know what Tierney's fitness level was. I mean, right. he's still coming back from that injury, and, like, who knows how he looked in training. I mean, it's possible. That, like, the thing we know, I think at this point, we, what we know about Arteta is he's going to go with the guys who have been playing well. Playing well. That's and, always been his thing. You know, you, as long as you – maybe today changes his mind and Tierney starts next, next Saturday – but like I, th- I feel like he gives guys leash until that happens. Yeah, I I agree with that. You I know, also in, in hindsight, I think it, you know you're not wrong. Like he might have been more stout defensively, but I, I just don't think it was going to happen based on the way the team's being run. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think great. we would have got a different result if if Tierney well, started. Well, maybe not. But oh, see, I take exception to that. I think if Tierney started, I we, think we don't we tired. No, no we lose. We lose two nil instead of four nil. Oh, yeah. so I, I, my saying is I don't think we got a different result as as far as win loss or draw. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was un, I was unclear. We still would have lost. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. still would have lost. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Because and that's a, a whole shift. Uh, we didn't score, and and and, I, and this is my thing that I was worried about was that we don't score on hardly anyone. And How I do we score against Liverpool? Yeah, because no one does. I mean, we had some chances, though, especially in the first 30 to 35 minutes of the game. Oh, man, that, that one that was called for offside, I was like, that is classic Arsenal that's football. That's Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. It's Arsenal football. And well, we, yeah. actually, we actually looked the more threatening side, I felt, for the first maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think part of that was that Liverpool was just kind of – Trying to get a feel for what we were doing. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't want to say they were fucking with us, but they were kind of fucking yeah, with no, us. No, they were feeling us out. I, they were, yeah, they were I, trying yeah. to see what our what our it, strategy going forward was going to be. It's and, kind of it's kind of a shame. Sorry to cut you off, but I, I wish, I hope that the conversation being had tonight is, why do we look so sharp early doors and then fade? Because I get it, they're Liverpool, they're European champions, they're league champions, but we to hang so closely and and give us this glimmer of hope. Yeah, and the, then and then just to capitulate, the tactical changes that they made at halftime, uh, we were unable to cope with. They raised their intensity exponentially. I felt from halftime to you know maybe fifty minutes. That first ten minutes after halftime, they raised their intensity. And I think if you look at Klopp teams, you'll see that they once they lose the ball and their opponents have the ball, they'll press for a few seconds, and then they drop off because they don't want to get hit on the counter so much. They began to press until they got the ball back. So they went from pressing for, for three to four seconds after they lost the ball to pressing for like 10 to 15 seconds, and then if they, you know, if then it, it was clear they weren't going to get the ball back, then they would drop back. But they pressed, they it raised their, it, it sounds weird for Liverpool, but they raised their pressing game to levels that like, Insane levels right after halftime, and that that intensity that they brought, we were just we were really unable to cope with, and I thought that was part of our undoing. And then tomorrow's well, mistake happened, yeah, and, and like, then and then we just we we dropped our heads. And right, that's the, the manner we in lost which all the hope. second goal was 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 given up. I think that was the the backbreaker because yeah, you, it you was very defeating. It'd be one thing if you know they just had a flash of brilliance of Mane down the middle to a streaking Salah. Yeah, and like, what are you going to do? Then you can say, look, that was going to happen. That's, yeah. It's Mane and Salah. But, but we gave him a that, gift. The fact that we just we like, gave, gave, gave away a goal, it's like, oh, man, here we go. Right. Like, I think that's just human nature, and especially with younger teams and like some of our guys, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, Tavares specifically being younger, it's like, oh, man. Like, that, that, that leads to two things. First, it's, oh, man, we gave it away. And then it's like, oh, I got to make up for it. And yeah. so now you have yourself overrunning things 
and trying to, you know, outdo yourself to make up for that mistake, yeah. which leads to more mistakes. Speaking, and I think that's where it snowballs. Yeah. And speaking of Mane, he was a real dickhead today. <laughs> uh, he committed probably four yellow card offenses. I uh, got one yellow card. He, he was diving all over the place and just generally bitching. And the thing about Mane is I respect his game. He, he doesn't need to, that. He that does not need to be part of his game because he's just better than everybody. Without that, that's what that's what pisses me off about Mane sometimes so much. I would understand if you suck and you if you're just not a good player or if you're a bang average player and you do that to try to get in people's heads or whatever. But Mane is so good, he just doesn't need that in his no. game, and it's really frustrating to see. It's like it's like like you know, it's like a 23 year old Cristiano Ronaldo. When you saw him dive, you're like, you're the best player in the world. Stop. What are you doing? Stop it. Yeah. And honestly, you could probably score if you just stayed on your feet for half of the Well, that was, that, so, was, that was Salah up until about 18 months that ago. That was Salah. He, he's, he's kind of taken a lot of it. He still does every now and then. Yeah. But he's taken a lot of it out of his game. Yeah. And it seems like he's taking it out of his game and giving it directly to Sadio Mane. Yeah. It's so frustrating to see that because of how good he is. And, yes, I do hold him to a higher standard because of his skill level. Yeah. That's, I just had to get that off my chest. No. Fair enough. <laughs> and, and, and what I enjoyed seeing was that they kept, in their first half, Liverpool was really pushing the ball to Sané to come at Tomiyasu. Sorry. Mane. We've all been doing that all day. I don't we know why that to, is. Yeah. But Tomiyasu was outstanding. That's what I was really bringing up. Yeah. I mean. And they kept coming at him, kept coming at him, and he was... He can head the ball away. He was. We were poking the ball away from them. Yes. I was. The first half, we were so impressive. Poking I was the ball really away. inspired by the poking defending the that we away. were doing. Yeah, like defensive positioning. Ben White, everybody. Yeah. I, I thought. <laughs> my a zero zero draw would have been a really good result for us from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, my glimmer of hope was, if we come out of here scoreless or one, I would have been very happy. Yeah, with that. yeah, I would take that, and. And I'm sure Liverpool fans are out there going, you know, it was all us. We had you under siege, and, and you know, we were firing shots at you, and, and it was all us. It was all us. And I get that. You know, again, European champions, league champions. But we were doing really well depending. And, and it felt satisfying because mm-hmm. finally we can defend. Well, and, and, and it's not just defend, but that we can make stuff of it, you know. I mean, there mm. was a point where it was, oh, it was pretty early, the seventh minute, I want to say. Um, like Tomiyasu picked it off of somebody and then sent it like deep all the way over the top to Saka, who almost cut it in and, yeah. and scored on that. If not for just a la- lack of you know space to finish of options, yeah. you know. And then it, um, a couple minutes later, there was a point where Mane was just trying to do like a Pepe kind of dance, where he's trying to like shake Tommy on the on the on the touchline. Yeah, Tomiyasu and breathed like, no, on him too hard. He was and just, he just, he went was down. just no, no, no. He was just he, he held his ground. He didn't go for any of the fakes. And eventually, when he fin- when Mane finally made a move, he just dinked it away. Yeah. You know? oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's he. He's 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 just so sound as far as not falling for stuff. One on one defending, he's so good in all areas. Yeah, one on one defending is probably his best attribute. Yeah. but then he can take. It's not just because like you know a, a year ago, we 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 solved our our leaky defense, but then we couldn't get the ball forward. Yeah, now we're starting to get the ball forward from our defense. It's just the final third that we have to work on. Yeah. So like, you right. know it's. It's 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 baby steps, and, and we have phrase, we have a like, lot of you know, youth as well. Yeah. So yeah. our 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 project right now is is youth, is high potential youth, mixed with some veterans like Alba and Laka and Party and guys like that. But and Sterling, if we're to believe the rumors, <laughs> yeah, Sterling, if we're to believe. High potential youth, the new album by Outkast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's more like the high, album by R. High Kelly. potential youth. <laughs> yes, it would be the R. Oh, Kelly album. Oh, good <laughs> lord. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Um, oh, wow. No. So, 
Y'all killing me with this shit, man. Y'all killing me. Fuck R. Kelly. So, Ramsdale, holy Moses. Yeah. I mean, second week in a row. That boy could save the Titanic. Yeah. All he's gonna do is reach out with a, with a pinky finger, and that bitch will still be floating. Yeah, I, I felt I felt badly. He could save Harvey Weinstein from being canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm glad he, and he had that huge smile. That, that was the moment of the game for me when he uh, I forgot who shot he saved. It was Jota, I think. I think it was Jota, so, yeah. and he saved, and he just had this huge smile. Kind of like, like fighters. Yeah. yeah. If you watch a boxing match, that's a fighter does yeah. that. Like, is that all you got? Yeah. And then... Uh, Turns out it wasn't all they had, but yeah, still, you yeah, know, exactly. at the time it was. But I love that. I, you got to be a little bit kooky to be a goalkeeper. Gives me, he gives me some, some Jens Lehmann energy. Some, some Jens Lehmann energy. Just that crazy, crazy motherfucker. And, and I like that about Ramsdale. And he's just... He's a supremely likable lad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Supremely likable. Well, especially you want your goalkeeper you know, to be a little bit fucking insane. Yeah. And I like that he has that a little bit of that about him. Well, and like all the all the all the the negative you know energy surround. I, don't, I hate to say energy, but like you know, every, to a man, most people were kind of wondering why we brought him in, why we pay so much. You know, where, look where he came from, look how they did. I mean, a lesser, a lesser. Not me. To to fair to the fair. to the uh, you know, I don't want to be chastised by Tom again, but yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, let's put it this way: a large percentage of people yeah. were going, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And he didn't let that weigh on him. He just no, he no, said, "I'm no. going to show up and I'm going to go to work." And he proved all of us who thought we did the wrong thing wrong. And, and, you know, I hope that on. I hope that people like uh, like Rob. I hope that people can now understand that really elite players can exist on bad teams. Yeah, yeah. That is a thing that is possible. One of the positives I think I took away from the game was all of our signings. I think a lot of us were we didn't know who Sammy Laconga was, or and and today we saw. Every one of our new signings, all of them yeah. positive. All I thought they positive. played well. I, I mean, Nuno, Nuno Tavares made the mistake, but but he was you, he was you, you almost expect that from him at, at his age. Right. And he bar that mistake, he was really really good. Yeah, and, maybe, and maybe even, really, maybe really even our weeks. best player bar if you take out that mistake, our best player maybe on the day. You know, you know, and, and let's maybe pivot off of that. Once again, it's almost like. Man of the match, other than Ramsdale. Yeah, yeah. 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 Other than Ramsdale, it's yeah. kind of like who was the best? Who was the best band member of Van Halen tonight? Other than Eddie. Yeah, other than Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, exactly. and and Ramsdale was godlike. Yeah. He was he was a superhero. He was. It might have been ten nil. Yeah, I mean the twenty yes. he makes three saves on one on one attack. Holy Moses! The uh, in the first half when when uh, Mane comes in and then. He falls down, and, and we thought he would smother it. And, and then, then he didn't, and then he saved it a second time, and then yeah. he got another attack on it. He gets a pinky finger on it to send it aside. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's just, he, he yeah. you know, there's no quit. He's not ever going to be like, oh, man, I didn't catch it. You know, he's always fighting until the last, last. I hope he's here for the next 15 years yeah. until he's 40. <laughs> I got a text from my mentor who's a Leeds fan, and he said, Ramsdale for England. Yeah. Oh, well, Pick, easy. Pickford has not been strong for a while Pickford now. is so overrated. I... I in my opinion, I think it should be a, a combination of or back and forth of Ramsdale and Nick Pope. Yeah. Maybe Dean Henderson as a third. I don't, I'm not even sure if Pickford should even be in the setup. He's he's good at kicking. That's about it. He's a decent shot stopper, but he's not better than the other three. He's certainly not better than Ramsdale and Pope as far as pure shot stopping ability. Yeah. Because shot stopping ability is not even the best thing he does as a goalkeeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the one thing he struggles still a little bit is his distribution. But that'll come together. Mm. 
Yeah, there he, were there were a few today where he decided to play it long, and, and it was just he'll to admit nobody. that too. He he's a, he'll he'll admit that. Yeah, I remember he was talking to the media a, a couple games ago. It was a win, but he was like, "Yeah, we played well." He was like, "My kicking wasn't really there, and it's something that and, I'm working and that, on." And as a fan, I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, yeah. it is. There's so much upside. I go fuck that. Yeah, well, it's and fine. Like you look it's at, fine. Your distribution, I don't care. You're so good on other things. And you look at the last few, like you know, top choice keepers we've had. You know, Leno, Check, like they all had glaring deficiencies, and they were all older. Yeah. You know, like this guy has more room to grow. Yeah. And it's a much less glaring deficient. It's not yeah. it's not like, you know, check where when the ball's at his feet, we all crinkled our buttholes. Oh, man. You know, like. Remember when he almost kicked it in, in our net? Yeah. Yeah. And you go, you know, like. The it was about this doing, far yeah. from being an own goal. Yeah. And so, like, if you're going to have a deficiency, distribution is probably the least damaging one to yeah. have. Yeah. And, like, to your point, he can he can address that. And he will, I think. Because he's, I, he's I don't know what, I don't know what your nose have, but I would love to have a conversation about Obama, Yang, and Lagazette today. Because I think more than anything, I know a lot of other podcasts are out there talking about this team, but I guarantee they're not talking about Lacazette and they're not talking about Obama. They're going to talk about Ben White and how he had that slide tackle that missed that allowed for Diogo Jota. And, but I mean, I don't blame that really on anybody but Tavares because he should. They should have never been put in that position. But also, I think you make a valid point. I thought Lacazette was decent today. I thought Aubameyang was basically invisible. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think that he demanded enough of the ball because if he's other other strikers and I, you know I you know I love Aubameyang, but other strikers will we all do we will, all will, do other strikers will come back and say give me the fucking ball yeah. give me the fucking ball and let me make something happen and I I don't think he did quite enough of that. Uh, I thought Lacazette Cut himself offside a few times. Yeah, offside a few times. I think Lacazette did a little bit of that of demanding the ball, and generally when he gets it, his holdup plays—he's the best holdup player on the entire yes, team. Yes, he is. Yeah. And I thought he did that fairly well today. I thought that um, Smith Rowe, and, and I think another thing that we won't <coughs> talk about because we love Smith Rowe so much, but Smith Rowe, there was like three to five times where he just stopped his run, yeah. where he just he just he just stopped his run. And yeah. like, and then we played the ball to him, and he just, I'm like, and that's unlike him. Like, why are you stopping your run? He just, he had an off day today. And as much as we love him, and as great as he has been, we need to acknowledge when he has off days. Is that now, is that from spending the week with, with England? England? Yeah. Probably. Because you know. he played. Yeah. He played in the now, I don't think it's that he's tired. I think, you know, you just get. There is something to be said for spending a few weeks in a row working with the same guys doing the same stuff that you get in, to like in different tactics than we have. Right, yeah. right. And so like you spend a week doing something totally off off the book from what we do, you might not be anticipating what, you know, yeah. Sokka's gonna play you. Play, and, and, play and, and it's his first time you. with the senior team. Yeah. So it's so it's not like and yes he played with the with the youth teams, but like th- I think that that's a good point. I think that takes some getting used to. Yeah. The back and forth, and yeah. Like the, the so if I say I think if Partey goes to Ghana and does it, he can come back to his club because he's old enough and he's been through it yeah. so many times that he can kind of flip a switch and go back to Arsenal tactics. Right. Or when he was at Atletico, go back to Atletico tactics. And I just don't know if Emil Smith Rowe has that switch yet where yeah. he can yeah. immediately go come. back. It, it will absolutely come, but but I think that's a really good point that you raised. But to your point, Tom, about. Alba and Laka. So if we agree that that Laka has been the better for us all around, I mean, is the solution a January, uh, you know, move for Sterling? Or? Sale. I I love Raheem Sterling. I'm a big fan. I would totally take him. I I love him at QPR. He's a great player. 
Yeah, I would take him. I yeah. would take him at Arsenal. He's he's proved himself on multiple levels. Yeah, I think he improves us. I would if if I if I bring in Raheem Sterling, I'll tell you, I, I would play him at forward. Yeah, I, I play him at, at forward, at center that, forward. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At, that, at this point, because like we're, we've already got Odegaard getting squeezed out of the lineup by Smith Rowe, and rightfully so. But you know, then at what point, like, because I mean, I don't think we sell Abba in January. No, I don't think there are any takers. I think right. The, so, only, the only takers right now, as far as I'm aware, are for Lacazette, and I don't know how many there are. And the problem is, and we've probably talked about this before, Lacazette has great hold-up play. He, he tracks back. He does a lot of things that a lot of strikers refuse to do. Yeah. There are a lot of strikers that are like, look, I bang in goals. Yeah. I don't do windows. <laughs> and Obama Yang, unfortunately, is that guy. And... If I'm Marteta, I'm looking at him going, okay, you had two chances today, but you side-footed it, and they were weak. And, and you played yourself off sides twice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, oh, my days. It, it's And they were both when you were when he was looking across the line. Yeah. Right. It's one thing if the line is to your back, but when you're looking across yeah, you, the line, you, know where it is. you shouldn't be offside. I don't – I'm a huge admirer of Lacazette. I would, Alexander Lacazette. You can, I can rarely look at him and say you had a bad game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. he's he's the what's the term prototypical. He's like if if he doesn't score, he still involves himself he's in yeah. other influencing the game. Yeah, almost. In, in, in here we're going to alienate some people, but like if you're a basketball player and if your shot is not hot, you just find other ways to get yourself involved in the game, and that's what he does. He's he's got fantastic link up play. He also tracks back. Yeah, I mean he's has some. Well, and he's then, got a motor. Like he just he doesn't yeah. stop. You know, like he's, yeah, he's like he's like an old Martinelli. You know, like yeah, that's uh, yeah. They both just run until they can't run anymore, and you know that's. I mean, I, as we saw last year with Martinelli, like that gets the team playing harder to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. It, it's um, a shame know. because I think with, as far as I understand, I've never played striker. I'll never play striker. But a lot of being striker is mental. It's catching that hot streak. Yeah. And with Obama Yang, he'll get there, and it's early. It's it's not even December yet. We have a right. long way to go. Long and and, and we have go. a lot of season to go. Uh, well, and, and some of our hardest fixtures are behind us. I mean, you look at the first sure. two or three weeks you yeah. know, right. with, team, with, with and, dudes hurt. And, and so we've already played City, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Away. And two of them away. And away. Two, away. Oh, the I don't know. Chelsea, I Chelsea was, was home, at home, maybe. But City and Liverpool played. No, away, no, no. So. They were all the way. They were all the way. So there yeah. you go. Um, so going back. To, oh God, sorry. I was just going to finish it with. I think with Obama Yang. I I don't know. I I don't know if this is like a subtopic. Do we bench him? Because I think we brought this up before. Where if you bench him, I feel like he's the kind of player that if you bench him. He will just sink lower. Yeah, it won't motivate him. It'll it'll, yeah. it'll knock him down. And it, it kind of, I don't want to sound like a lot of the other guys in my age range that hate when players publish all kinds of stuff on Snapchat and Instagram. But when he comes in, he's like Fofty, you know, I'm not gonna imitate his laugh. And he's like, this. and you just want to go, man, for a guy that has a lot of opportunities to score, standard opportunities, and to do a lot of shit. 
You should probably be humble and not get well, out there. But that, that, to me, that's like. But I mean, you were like, I don't want to sound like those guys, and you sounded exactly like. Yeah, those you're guys. right. You're right. But you're also, right. like, you, like that, that. I mean, like, a, as much as goalie, uh, goalies. I'm sorry, a lot of hockey fans. Sometimes it yeah. happens. As much as keepers are kind of crazy. Hockey. Yeah, strikers are also kind of full of themselves sometimes. But also, yeah, regardless, regardless of how you're doing on the pitch, you have a right to be yourself and, and be confident and, and live yeah. your fucking life. Outside yeah. the pitch, okay. so I, I will I will never have time for that argument. Well, as much as I love like, you and I agree with a lot of the shit you say, I just don't have time for for that argument. And, and I love that Alba will be himself, whether he is banging in the goals or whether he's not. Right. Because the last thing I want is for him to fundamentally change who he is and go into a fucking depression. Because he's not scoring goals. And also, like, after a game like this, you know, training on Monday might not be fun, but if you got him coming in there trying to, you know, with his big-ass smile or whatever. I think that's his leadership style. He tries to is. tries yeah. to create and foster positivity. Positive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they tried it. Some, it won't work on some players. I think they tried, they tried it with... Uh, with Guinduzzi, they tried to be positive around him, and he was still yeah, a dick bag, just a and he got, bag, she yeah. got shipped out. By the way, for a moment of Guinduzzi, so the guy... What are the odds on him being the one who shit on somebody for France? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's high, right? It's really high. All right, who are we call? Who are we calling for that? Is Guendouzi or Pogba? Well, actually, I, I don't want to spoil the party, and that's one of my favorite Beatles songs. I don't want to spoil the party, but that journalist said that I never said that, and people were okay. saying that I said that. And to double uh, up, my guess was going to be probably Pogba or or uh, Dark Horse uh, Kim Pembe. As a dark horse? I was going to say Benzema because he was already into underage chicks. I'm like, if he's into underage chicks, what are the fucking odds that he's... Damn it, I was the first one to curse. I was going to say, I, what? No, no I, cr- I, I, I cursed oh, like a right. million times. You're, yeah. yeah. I, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure I can I can personally make that correlation, but hey, listen. In any case. I, I don't, I, I'm no expert on... Sexual deviancy, I guess. Uh, so. No, <laughs> Jean Mamonio. Yeah, here out there listening. Get Sean on the get Sean on the phone. Let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah. call him in. The yeah. he, what I call him the human embodiment of the thirst. Thirst. Yes. Um, so I just want to touch back on. I made a note here. I want to touch back on Raheem Sterling. Now the reason that I would take him is because uh, his best years for Man City were when Arteta was Pep's number two. That was his his best times at Man City, and I believe if he were to come and join Arsenal, uh, I would have high hopes that they could recreate similar magic. Um, and also, I think he would be put in similar positions to succeed under yeah. Arteta as a manager that he was, you know, back when Arteta no, was, was Pep's, like, you know, number two or whatever. Well, and, you know, and if somehow we can, you know... See, this, is, this again, is where no European football just absolutely kills us, yeah. is, is playing time for everybody, you know? But right, I mean, to your point, like, he's much younger than Alba. We didn't see Pepe, no, Pepe today. I was surprised we didn't. Like, I, I was figuring like 70th minute Pepe comes on for I somebody wanted, up top. I wanted to see him come on for soccer. Yeah. There were two people today that I spoke to in person that said, I would love to see Pepe come in. Yeah. And was I one of them? No. Was somebody it was, else? It okay. Was, uh, that, oh, no one listens cares. <laughs> but it was that guy. It, it's because Pepe brings an element of danger, and we didn't have... We has we had a lot of danger early doors. Yeah. But in the second half, man, it just seemed like Saka and Emil Smith Rowe in particular just kind of tuned out. Yeah. And I think they weren't getting enough of the ball. Well, and to that point, let's talk about Thomas Partey. Do we think that he just wasn't quite ready to go when they pushed him out there because he was invisible today? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know that it was that he wasn't ready to go because I thought Sambi Lakonga, when he was in the game, didn't really put a foot wrong. He had a lot of the ball, and he did really good getting out of tight situations. Being the first pressed, half, he was being pressed by Liverpool's midfielders. Yeah. yeah, I thought excellent. he was. Yeah, I agree, Tom. I thought he was absolutely excellent in the first half, um, and and we just kept going to him. I think Party just he just didn't see a lot of the ball. Neither did Emil Smith Rowe, um, because you know Emil Smith Rowe. He gets the ball and he runs directly at the defense, and it's yeah. like they, they panic. And I was like, I, I wanted to see some of that. And then they they handled Bukayo Saka really well. Um, they really crowded him. They also kicked the shit out of him and well, fouled him yeah, a lot Mane of times. Um, yeah, Mane being one of them because he was he was a real dick bag today. But but I don't know. There were a few players in, in the team that I would have liked to see us play through them a little bit more, and, and Thomas Party is definitely one of those. So you think it was just a matter of that Lakonga was... In the right spots was just at the there, right times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not so much that Partey was, like, staying back. I, or, I don't, or yeah, I don't think so, because Lakonga was playing... They were playing deep midfield, but Lakonga, if I'm facing the opponent goal, Lakonga was playing on the left side of deep midfield, yeah. and Partey was playing on the right side of deep midfield, and we just happened to have the ball in lots of cases. Like, Tavares had a lot of the ball. Yeah. Gabriel had a lot of the ball. And naturally, they're going to go to two left-footed players are going to go right. towards the left as well, opposed to, to the right. Well, to your point, Tom, where, like, the defense was just poking stuff away and was just so well-positioned, I think that's where they were going. And so it's naturally going to land on that side of the pitch and, as well. And, and part, I thought Partey played a lot of – did a lot of really good defensive work. Yeah. And so he, w- he played actually a little – tiny bit deeper than Lakonga, so Party was doing some of the poking away, True. and naturally the ball goes towards Lakonga when he's he when he's the away. only person in the base, and Party is more so in the defense at that at that time. It's a tough call sometimes because if someone goes invisible, is it their fault or is it right? Are, are, are they yeah. shrinking away from the ball? Right. I, don't, I don't think I don't think Partey was recoiling from the ball. And he, I don't think he ever does. And he was he was he played well yeah. overall. He just, I don't know how much the team was trying to get the ball to him. I don't think we were, like, yeah. at all. Well, and I think part of that is that because we, they were, that Liverpool was coming at us so relentlessly, I think it was a matter of just, like, yo, just clear it out and let it yeah. lay where it may. Yeah, And so, it wasn't a conscious decision to play it through one guy or another. So there was a lot of, listen, let's just get it out of here however we can. Yeah. There was a lot of long clearances today where usually we would try to pass the ball through our deep yeah. midfield players. Uh, whether it be any combination of Jaka, Party, Lakanga, Mainsley, Elneny, we usually try to pass through those players when when breaking up our opponents' play. I was today shocked. We didn't do a I was shocked when Elneny came in as a sub. Yeah, because <laughs> ba- according to reports, he's basically gone in January. You know? well, well, not just that, but all right. What is he? What is he? I mean, at that point, it's just you're getting. You're I think getting we're three. Rest. Well, we're three and zero down. I, I would just go for a more aggressive lineup. And I would bring in someone that can score. Whether it's, I don't know, if Balligan was on the bench, but bring in Martinelli, someone. But I mean, at that point, you're just giving giving people rest. Like, you're not really Yeah, he came on game for party, game. right? Yeah. yeah. I definitely want to protect party in that scenario. We've lost the game. So yeah. we are. Uh, We've lost the you know, game. We're stemming the bleeding. It was. Yeah, it's just like, look, this this one's over. Let's not run the dude into the ground who's just back from injury. Right. And at the, I mean, I agree you're with not that. wrong, though. We could have brought on an attacker and just gone for it, but then it could have ended up 5 But, it, you know. You're not, and also, you're not wrong in that I, I understood why it was done, but also it's very uninspiring. Yeah. Yes. You I know? think that second point, uninspiring, yeah. is as a fan, you see. I totally get it because I don't, I don't want Party to be hurt for the future. Take him off. I agree with that. But also, it's like, fuck, man. 
you know. And then he's uh, coming on, yeah, and, and you're just going to go, like, look, he's just going to park himself in front of the back four, and he's good. He's very, very good at that. Yeah. And he, and of course, he launches these long range bangers. Yeah. And, and I would have. He's oh, a better long distance shooter than Thomas Party. I'll tell you that well, right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, that, so am I. So yeah, well, my, yeah, my dead man is a better distance shooter than Thomas yeah, Party. But not many people have. Uh, so it was it was interesting to see that was a choice. Um, I guess for me, three takeaways today. We were very very tight. We were we were right in there with him. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm going to make my second boxing reference. We were in there until we um, got knocked to the floor. <laughs> and and and, it, and here's what really stinks is that. It's an immediate when you get knocked down. It's immediate like ten eight round in boxing. You know what and, I mean? And, and if Salah, if it had been Salah, if Salah had done a solo goal and dribble pass right. to whoever, you, said, you take that. There's nothing we can do. You take that because he's yeah, that guy. There's no he's that one, guy. Whether it's Real, I don't even know who's the top of the Champions League right now. There's no team in you know whatever like those dickhead Twitter accounts that are like you know CFC Mads. Yeah, you're like, oh, I've been you know Chelsea fan for eight months. And yeah, it's kind of like Chelsea fan and their their their, their profile pictures in Mbappe or something. <laughs> yeah, yes, those are the best. Those are the best. <laughs> that that is absolutely yeah, like yeah. And I, there's so many of those. <laughs> yeah, or they're like, I'm a Man United fan, and my yeah, my profile picture is Sergio Ramos. Yeah, and, and yeah. So what I'm where I'm going with this is that we were very very we were man we, we were, were right there for like 50 minutes. Yes, and what is it? Where do we fall apart? It, I mean, it's a mental thing, and I don't know if that's managing. I don't. I don't know if that's just player mentality. And I think it's. I think it's very heartbreaking and very disheartening when you when you handle them well for so long, and then a goal like Diego Jota's goal happens where Tavares gives. It's so. Yeah. It's just so defeating. Yeah. Because when um, Ben White does a slide tackle that misses, and then Aaron Ramsdale Dale also, comes in and misses, and, and it's like that's how good Jota is. I think we're and, people and downplay how good he is. He's really good. He well, they put the graphic on the screen. The guy, I think he has more goals and appearances. Yeah, against Arsenal. Yep. Or and it doesn't and it doesn't fucking matter. Like if, if, if anyone's listening, I would gladly accept the L. Yeah, like, he only has four and five, so that's not more than. But it's enough to yeah. make you go. He scores every yeah, fucking time. Scores. Yeah, yeah. Mikel Arteta, you point at Diogo Jota and go, mind him. Well, but I mean, and yes, we, but we, then, did, we but did mind him. We did. The but only goal you we have get, to mind yeah, he scored Mane, was a, and you have to yes. mind Salah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's is this yeah, not good like point, good they're point. not a one trick pony where you can just lock down that guy. Yeah, it's not like Jordan Henderson who, who uh, what's your uh, I love your expression that motherfucker can score in a woman's prison with a fistful of bodies. <laughs> yeah, yep. <yeah. laughs> right. It's Jordan like, Henderson would would fall into a barrel of titties and suck his thumb coming out. Right. Yeah. You know, if just, it was raining pussy, Jordan Henderson would catch one with a big old dick in it. But like, because uh, was it last year that we that we? Uh, Sorry, parents. Uh, <laughs> yes, because you know this is a family podcast. <laughs> no, but like we played, we played City either last year or the year before, and we had two dudes just put Aguero on lockdown. Yeah, and right. we ended up being competitive in that game. And we and, and, and sorry to cut you out there, but like we. But again, that was like a thirty-year-old Aguero too. But my point is, my point is, you can't do that with Liverpool because they have three or four guys. Yeah, because they just lay waste. Exactly, exactly. Because even if Mane. Or sorry, Salah. It's not like Salah. I felt like we had him. We had him. I feel like we had him locked up. Yeah. Tavares had him locked up for the but most part. Diego Jota fucked us up. I mean, that's just yeah. the way it goes with them. And that's 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 precisely it. Is that they got too many really really good players. Yes. Whereas you look at our squad and you go. I mean, if ESR and Saka have an off day, we don't win. Yeah. 
that's that's, that's just true. the way it is. And they both have to together. Salah is probably going to win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. And they have, and, and, but if you shut down Salah, they have a player the quality of Sadio Mane. That's there, and you're like, that's just not fair. Or a player of the quality of Jota there, and you're like, that's not fair. We bricked up the good, the the Ballon d'Or guy, but you have a player that's like, we bricked up the Ballon d'Or like front front runner, but then you have another player that's like sixth on the fucking Ballon d'Or. It's like it's not fair, man. It's not fair. Like you have to, you have to like. And yeah, West Ham, you know, took Liverpool to task, but like you have to play such a perfect game, and they have to have such yeah. an off game at the same the, time. Yeah, that's the, just the planets and the stars and cosmos right. and everything align just right Mercury for West Ham to, to yeah to do that. Know. And West Ham won't do that to Liverpool at their house for another hundred years. Yeah. And I believe that West Ham is going to be really good going forward, especially they can keep a hold of Declan Rice and the Czech and the Czechoslovakian players they have, or the Czech yeah. players that they have. Yeah. Czechoslovakia is not a place anymore. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's the not Czech Republic. It is the Czech Republic. But 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 still, the the planets and stars had to align. West Ham had to play the best game that they've played in two years, and Liverpool had to play the worst game they've played in two years in order for that result right. to happen. And by and the so way, and by the way, <coughs> drinks to the West Ham fans. Yes, because we are still the only Cheers under, to the Hammers. We're the only undefeated team in the history of Cheers the Premier League. Yeah. So while we're talking about West Ham, I guess. Since I've run out of notes, anyway, let's let's kind of go around the league a little bit. I mean, some surprising results. Today, yes, to West Ham is still ahead of us by three points. Well, I'm, they are fantastic. They're really, really good this they're year. Really Four nows. Fornals, such a good player. Fornals, Jared Bowen. This guy is so underrated. So my my previous like every year I choose like a most underrated player okay. of the league. And at first, so like based on the first you know quarter or third of the league, my player was John McGinn from uh, from Aston Villa. Villa yeah. And I and I might be switching it at the, towards the end of the season. It might be Jared Bowen from West Ham. This guy is so damn underrated. It's not even funny. You know what I mean? Yes, West Ham have. Antonio, we know how good and versatile he is. Yes, they have Declan Rice. We know how good he is. Yes, they have Fabianski. We know him. He was a former Arsenal player. He's been like yeah. a top five keeper and, in the league for Suchek, seven yeah. years. And they have the Suchek and Sufal, the Czech players. We know how good those guys are. But guys like Jared Bowen, Fornals, I really like Fornals. Um, Antonio, I was I posed a question to, to the group earlier today. I saw an interesting thread on Reddit that said, <clears throat> if you could have any 11 an 11 made up of like one player so like 11 Contes or 11 Ooh. you know Harry Canes or 11 yeah, what team, what team, is what, what team would win the Champions yeah. League and, and my, my I was like man 11 Mikhail Antonios the guy can play like nine different positions. I mean, I went he's Conte, big, but he's stronger than cat piss. Is, yeah. He's fast. He can finish. He can defend. He's played everywhere from right back to striker for that West Ham yeah. team. Yeah, and Golo Conte to the goal yeah, today. Yeah, that, that was that was yeah. And you know, yeah, I, and Golo Conte scored are, an insane goal with say, his left foot today. Are, are we supposed to say N'Golo? Like this guy pronounced it Nigolo. And that's he, nope. That, yeah, nope. That is because what he said. Maybe that, maybe that's what it is. Did my face show up in your mind? Yeah, maybe that? maybe that's what he calls it, but we cannot say that. Uh, yeah. The Kanye West, the Kanye West gif of, of this. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. It is not. Or the the, the gif of uh, of of Mourinho going. Yeah, no, <laughs> throwing off no. his headphones. That's what I. No, that's what you, I you will never, you will never catch me pronouncing his name that way. And I think whenever it's in apostrophe, it's it's in. Yeah, and, and I think, Golo. And I think yeah. we're all massive fans of his. Yeah, so he, he best, best at his position in the world. I would say he doesn't score a lot of goals, and I didn't know that he had that in his locker. Yeah, 
That and just reaffirms how good he is. Yes, he is best in his position. Maybe, maybe I think they may be an argument for Casemiro, but okay. other than those two, I, I, those two are but the best in their position in the world. I think I, I'm a huge admirer of people that are humble, and Conte is oh, yeah. so. Oh, humble. he's like the yeah. most humble guy you ever. And knew. Conte probably, I haven't seen him where he played in in, in some of the other leagues that. But, he probably was banging in just, you know, 40-yard screamers. <laughs> and then he gets to England. He's like, I don't need to do that. Yeah, because right. I have, you know, he's like, he's our size. He's yeah. like 5'7", yeah. maybe. If he, never, yourself, if he never gentlemen. scored, if he never, okay, yeah, okay, 5'9". <laughs> I'm 5'11". Right Whatever. Okay, but oh, yeah, when, you're, when your hair no. is three or four inches, no, yeah, no, you're 5'11". No, 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 okay. the hair but makes me six foot. Either way, when, when Conte, if Conte never scored another goal for the rest of his career... He'd still be a hundred million dollars, hundred million pound yeah, player. Exactly, exactly. He, He's that good at his position. What he, he does, he does. There are people out there that can only appreciate. Thank you very much. They can only appreciate certain parts of the game. Conte has. I don't even know how to describe it. He has the engine of a hundred race cars. Yeah. Yeah. He has. He vision. has three lungs. Yeah. He. He's so positive. He doesn't. When when players get into those handbag situations, he doesn't participate in that. Yeah, and you he's want, like he can walk into any starting eleven any in the world. Face. I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any starting eleven and on the displaced. The, the only person. argument I think is if he tried to walk into Real Madrid and take Casemiro's spot, then I think it'd be an argument. He might even still get it, but it would just it wouldn't be like a given. Yeah. If you had eleven Contes on the team, you'd have approximately thirty-three lungs on that team. <laughs> I would. What about a team of eleven Douglas Louises from Aston Villa? Because I think Douglas Louise. It's not, it's not good enough. It's not good enough at finishing. A football game. Okay. It's not, he, he's he's good at defending. He's he's decent in midfield. It's not good enough at finishing. I would rather have a team of eleven James Milnerses. Scott Field's fucking with us. I'd rather have a team of 11 James Milners, a team of 11 prime Fernandinho's, a team of uh, of 11 Antonio's. I would rather have a team of 11 Declan Rice's. Um, got a team of 11 Conte's. You could argue that a team of 11 Conte's just on height, you know, that might not work. But then again, if you watch N'Golo Conte, People, players that are six inches taller than him, he routinely wins headers against those people. So I'm not even sure if that's a sound argument. No. Conte is a strong, strong answer to that question. And it's one that I very much respect. If we're talking about current and active Premier League players, because if we were talking about all time, it's all time, I think all of us would say Vieira because yeah. Vieira could do everything. Yeah, He could play center back. If his position was center back, he'd be one of the top five in the league. If his position was midfield, he was one of the top five yeah. in the league. And if he John, was a striker, he'd be one of the top five. Yeah, in the John Cross book, John Cross said he asked Arsene Wenger, who's the best player ever managed. He, he, managed, he managed the best. He managed Wright. He managed Burkamp. He managed... Henri. Yeah. All of them. And he said Vieira. Yeah. Vieira could do it all. He could do everything. He could do everything. Like Henri, we love Henri, but Henri was no defender. You know what I mean? No. Right. And he also, um, when he left, unfortunately, I think... The, the team started to excel a little bit because we finally saw some other players stepping up. And we, and we weren't trying to force the ball to Henri. Right. Always. Every play was yeah. give it to him, give it to him, give it to him. Yeah. And, and we and we had things on the horizon. We were already talking about the new stadium. or We had already built the new stadium, I think, when he left. Because he left in 06, right? So I think we were already, we'd already built the new stadium. So we had some, some exciting things on the horizon. But 
Yeah. I know Tom was particularly upset when he left. Well, you know. <laughs> but circling back around to Antonio and West Ham, I mean, like as, as good as they've been and as strong as they are, they, they lose three one points nil. ahead of us. Well, they lose, they lose today 1-0 to Wolves, yeah. who have been kind of floundering. And yeah. you look at, I mean. I think if we played Wolves today, we win. We came up against a Liverpool team that is truly elite. And that, that's not. And I their, their win took a, them to second today. Right, and I don't. I don't mean to say that as a knock on West Ham. Sure, I think that's just the way the league is right yeah. now. Is that like anybody, everybody's losing to anybody and everybody. Yeah. So you know, you look at what we did today, and is it what we wanted? No. Is it what we expected? Most of us probably no. Yeah. But you know, it happens. On you know, it'll happen. I mean, it, and then you look at you know, look at Man United. I mean, we're all all in because here they are. You know. Just completely looking like abject garbage. Yeah. And yeah, there's an emergency meeting. He's probably going to get sacked today. I think he's going to get sacked he's today get or sacked. maybe early tomorrow morning. But I mean, he's going to get sacked. Z- no Zidane is, uh, Zinedine Zidane is waiting in the wings and he's already coached Ronaldo. He's already coached Veron. I think he's looking forward to coaching those guys again. And I think, I think maybe before we all go to work on Monday morning, we might be saying, hey, yeah. Zinedine Zidane is the Coach new manager United. of uh, yeah. Manchester United, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, th- and that seems, that certainly seems possible. But yeah. like, you know, and, and I say Wolves have been kind of struggling. I mean, they are sixth, so, you know, they, they've, they've righted the ship a little bit. Yeah. So it's just there's been a lot of teams up and down. I mean, you looked at Brighton was third and fourth for a while. They're yeah. back down in eighth. I mean, obviously they're not they're not a third or fourth place team, but they were there. You know, you know Tottenham they, was top of the league. They're sitting 10th now. They're sitting 10th <laughs> now. You know, going back to Brighton, they have really good fullbacks, actually, yeah. and really good center backs. I was watching the day, and I was like, you know, they have good fullbacks. They have good center backs. To put it in perspective, we in our fixed defense, we've given up 17 goals, and Brighton has given up 14. Um, I think 14 is third in the league, behind uh, uh, Chelsea God, with Chelsea's four, only given up four goals. Liverpool with 11, and then West Ham, City's Brighton, given up six. West, oh yeah, City six. So West Ham, Brighton, and Southampton have all given up 14. So that's fourth, fourth in in. So that's the fourth best defense in the league. Yeah, they have Dunk. And Duffy at center back. And I think they might be playing three center backs. I forget who the third guy is. But they have uh, Tariq Lamptey and Kukurea at fullback. Their fullbacks are really good. And because I, I remember, I remember so before we got Tomiyasu, I was like, we should really be looking at Tariq Lamptey. He's like five foot nothing. That's like the big knock on him. Yeah. But I'm like, we should really be looking at And this Kukurea guy at left back, where the fuck did this guy come from? He's he, really good. And he bossed He's us. really, yeah, he balled, he yeah. balled his ass off against us too. And he, because he, he almost scored a goal. He had like three or four shots on target. I think he had an assist that game. Yeah, he was, he, he was a man on fire. He, he, he worked us over that game. And I'm like, where did this guy come I from? I think he's got Him Barcelona. That, that he's got David Barcelona Luis Pereira. Okay, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because attacking wise, he is real good. Um, I was just talking about how, how Brighton's defense is actually pretty good. They've given up less goals than we have. Uh, Duncan Duffy as Fewer. their center backs. There, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's Game of Thrones. Fewer. I was. Oh. I was. Uh, uh, you, you're probably right. It probably is fewer. I've had some drinks. When I saw that we were going to get someone from Brighton, I was like, Yeah, Lewis Dunk. Like that guy is solid. And or Eve Basuma, and we get and we got Ben White, but I, I like Ben White, and he oh yeah he is the archetype, he fits the archetype, and he is the the player that we want. The player from the apparently back. Arteta insisted on him, yeah, and I, and I thought he was really really good today. Apart yeah. from there were two moments, uh, there was a slide tackle that he did the slide tackle, then Aaron Lang on Jota, yeah, like against that goal, Jota, yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole goal, I don't mind was, that. That, that. That goal was, that was just, that, you know what that goal was? It was honestly like. 
the, 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 the commercial for like the, the auto car wash thing where the guy's carrying the buckets and he's about to trip up. Like, yeah. every, everything just fell apart like yeah. in sequence on that goal. I think it was Tavares' mistake combined with Jota's brilliance. Yeah, and then everybody else Because a lot of strikers would fuck that up with everybody sliding yeah. at them. But Jota, he is that composed. And again, we just, I, I keep saying it. We, we're, the, the league and just fandom in general is not giving that dude enough credit for how good he is because he came from Wolves. I don't care that he came from Wolves. He's one of the best players in the league. I mean, Wolves were they finished, really, really They finished, good. what, fifth or sixth a couple years ago? Yeah, I mean, they, they were finished not a bad in the top team. eight, and, I want to say. And Joseph scores on us. That's yeah, a fact. Yeah, he scores on us, and he scores on most people. So, like you said, almost as many goals as games played. That's about the best you can hope for and, and from and a striker. Benjamin, in the first half, he had a moment. and I Now, love, now it's my turn. <laughs> when he, Benjamin White dribbled out, and I love that, because it, it, it tends to work out mostly when he dribbles out of the defense. Yeah. And I love that because a lot of defenders don't do that anymore. And it normally works, but against Liverpool, you don't do that. And right. he, there was in the first half, he dribbled out, and I think three of theirs collapsed on him, and the ball was given away. And I don't remember, I don't think they scored, but it was just bad. Yeah, and, it, and, and that's, you know, that... The Again, that's what that's what elite teams will do to you, you know. Like, because yeah. at the same time, you know, we by that point we had so many pan- like I don't want to say panic clearances, but just just send it deeps to where I can understand as the defender, you're like, look, damn it, I'm tired of just launching it to you know midfield, and then they pick it back up again, and we're going to be under siege in another ten seconds. Like, you're going to want to try to make something of it and try to just like, look, I, I can dribble past these guys, I can make the but you can't. But it's 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 it's. It's, it's natural that you're going to want to think that because if you, you can't just keep booting it long for forever because you know nothing's going to come of it. So eventually you're going to have to try to make something from your end. And if, if you fail, you fail. But, like, if you didn't try, then you're never going to score. Yeah, I we, – we needed to be inventive today. There's no question about that. We needed to be inventive. Yeah. And what sucks is we were really, really good in the first half. And in the second half, I think – Liverpool were just, they knew, they knew they had us because yeah. they were pressing us. They weren't trying as much. They, they started to do the old uh, passing around in the half-circle formation. Yeah. And, oh, man. I, well, they were pressing relentlessly from the beginning, and we did a great job of handling it for the first, like, 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that at that point, like, eventually – you know, with so many elite players and such intense pressure, like you're just gonna break down if you can't score one. You know, if we if we didn't nicked one in the first like 20, 30 minutes, then I think the whole composure. You know, we might still end up losing, but it might be two one. And you know, at that point, like you're you're going to have to try something, and they're going to to force their way through. Yeah, it. it mm. We we it's it's. Today's disappointment is we look so good early. Yeah. And it's sometimes you lose and you just know the opening moments. And, and, and I was kind of expecting that today was that I thought I thought we were going to get battered from the first minute. Oh, see, I did. And, and Ramsdale was forced into a lot of saves. And, and I know we poked the ball away a lot and we and, – and we, Bought some shots and all that, and we looked really, really good. But and it was obvious in the second half. 
those were no longer there. They they were they have now moved past that. Yeah, it wasn't. It yeah. was no longer those type of goal attempts. It was the standard attempts that they would get against someone like Crystal Palace or, yeah. or, or, or Reading like Southampton or something. Yeah, relegation fodder, and and that's what was frustrating was. And I know I've targeted Nuno Tavares, but I, I thought Nuno Tavares, his last 30 minutes of the game, had an absolute nightmare. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's, that to me, that's just kind of like, <clears throat> that's the next step, right? It's like, look, we, we, I feel like last year, like you say, we show up and expect that this game is going to end poorly. Now that we came in and people are saying, oh, we might actually get points out of this, you know? And I think the next step is playing the full 90 like we did the first 45. Right. What does it take? What does it take to hold on to that? I, I, you know, I tweeted earlier that from the Richmond Gunners account saying that, listen, we, you know, they scored their second or third goal. And it was like, listen, we haven't played badly today, but, you know, it still is frustrating. But I think in these moments we need to remember that we are in the middle of a rebuild. Right, and I think... And, 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 you know, we went eight or nine or whatever it was unbeaten, and that was really good, but we weren't, we weren't going to go the rest of the season unbeaten. No, and I think, you know, honestly, what it takes is finishing. You know, yeah. like that's what we've been lacking all year, and, you know, kind of what I was touching on earlier, like if we score one in the first half, you know, they're still going to come and, and press us relentlessly. Yeah. We, 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 know, we, will, we would have known we can score on Yeah, them. and then that would have given us more confidence. You know, and so all it takes is for, for ESR to finish a run and to score yeah. on that one breakaway. Or, you know, for, for Saka to dribble and through and a I couple of guys. But today, when he was pushed out wide, I, man, I just I was not Thank impressed. You. I was not impressed with ESR today. I don't know what... If he was tired, if he was I don't scared, think he got enough of the ball. Interested. He didn't get enough of the ball, and he, he was actually being denied the ball, in my opinion. I mean, a lot of a lot of everybody, a lot of why everyone looked bad today is just that Liverpool was better. Yeah, but are the and Liber- they still are. Are the Liverpoolians really going to claim credit that ESR didn't do well because they marked him out of the game? I mean, they they had uh, Robertson was out, so. I can't even pronounce this guy's name, like Tatsiki or whatever. Oh, know. that is yes. that is a sauce. Simicus. <laughs> I know it's a but sauce. But Emil Smith yeah. Ra- Rowe was playing on the left, and he was being marked by Trent Alexander Arnold, who's one of the best right backs in the world, yeah. and, and, and also um, who delivered the goal that broke us. Yeah. yeah. And also, Fabinho was helping out on that side, and Salah was tracking back. So I'm not going to say that that's 100% of the thing, but they clearly identified him as a danger man. Yeah. They actually let Saka have mo- more of the ball. So there's, their, their tactics were when Saka gets the ball, be physical with him and foul him, and just try not to let Emil Smith-Rowe get the ball, to, the ball to, to begin place. with. And I think that was their, their, you know, their tactics. And the and problem I think is that, that we, don't, we, don't, we, we don't have, you know, a third and fourth guy laying there. That right. Can, you know, like, like Liverpool does. Like Liverpool does, yeah. exactly. Like, if you shut those dudes down, we're not going to have a good day. That's just that's, that's where we are as a team right now. And, and the funny thing is, like, so a few years ago, we had a leaky defense, and it was like, oh, we need to fix our defense. We got the strikers, and we, we got Aubameyang, we got Lacazette, and they're banging in goals. And then by the time we fixed the, the defense, then the strikers are in a slump. 
So now we have to fix that, and maybe by the time we fix that, the defense might be in a slump again. And it seems like this never-ending cycle almost. Because the defense, the defense is so young and 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 has such high potential now. We have guys that aren't even on the team right now. Yeah, to play. I mean, Saliba, if he ever comes. Yeah, Saliba. You know, we still have we still have Tierney hasn't played much, and he's still here. Yeah, and we still have Mavropanos on the books. Yeah, we still have Holding, who I don't believe we are a competitive team with him as a starter, but he is a very high quality backup. Right, it's like I don't I don't see our defense regressing. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of fixing us ourselves going forward. Yeah, because it, year over year, we it, we were doing that, but we were buying old guys like David Luiz who only had a couple right. years left. So that's why we would we would kind of regress after a while. But I think we've gone young. Yes. So Gabriel is, what, 24, 25? Ben yeah. White is 23. So we, we've gone young. Tierney's 24. Tomiyasu's young, 23. So I think we've gone young. Ramsdale's young. So I think we've gone to a point where we can keep this defense for a while. If they continue to progress, have they been progressing? So now, hopefully, the idea is if we if we now fix the attack, the defense won't have turned over. Right, right. By that point. And I think that's that's a perfectly plausible thing to have happen. You know, whether it's Sterling or not, I don't know. But it's it, there's there's. A, a I think he will bring goals. Well, because but I, I don't under know if Arteta, I mean, do we get him or not? I mean, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but you know, they're they're. Fair, fair, sorry. I feel like they've done enough to fix the defense that gives me faith in them to fix the attack. Think about this. We've given up 17 goals this season. In the first three games, we gave up nine goals. Right. So that means in the following nine games, that means we've given up eight goals. Well, I think we're 6-1-2 and two since Ramsdale took over as yes. the starting keeper. Yeah. So, you know, we're obviously going the right direction. It's yeah. just we're not quite there yet. I mean, that's all it is. Like, our, Liverpool is who they are now, and we are who we are now. Yeah. But, you know, we're, I think we're going in the right direction. I um, thought we only lost one. This, I thought this was our first loss in the league since Ramsdale. Yeah. Or 6-1-2, I'm sorry. Yeah. 6-2-1, and one, you mean. I thought it was whatever. Win, yes. draw, loss. Okay. Yeah. Six, okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I, I forget how it's laid out. Yeah. But, but in any case, yeah, 6-2-1. Um, yeah, I think we're going in the right direction. Um, looking forward, um, man... Why? Why does the Premier League and TV hate us? <laughs> we yeah, have the three schedule, out of the man. next four games are on weekdays. What on earth? I just, I, you know, you. I, first of all, like, I get that you're, you're trying to get fixtures in and whatever, but like, man, like, what are we doing all these Tuesdays and Thursdays this early in the year? Number one, I, I think Tom said it in in our WhatsApp chat the best. He, you know, what did you say? You're, you're like, like they're not getting any advertising we, that day. Let's yeah, bring Arsenal. Let's bring Arsenal crowd. on. And and we were expecting, okay, the one bright spot, the one silver lining yeah. in this cloud is that we're going to get 10 a.m. Saturday kickoffs most of the time. And what have we gotten the least of? 10 a.m. Saturday yeah. kickoffs. I mean, let's look. Let's what see. Got, is the reason? We got a Saturday at 7.30. Make it a, make sense. Yeah, Saturday at 7.30. Thursday afternoon. And then we got another, uh, I believe that's Tuesday afternoon. And then we got finally at 10 a.m. And then another Thursday afternoon. And it's just like. They have board meetings. And they, they decide that the viewership comes from Asia, South America, whatever. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah, we, we all had this massive wish that. Yeah, we don't have Europe. Give us every Saturday, yeah. you know, over there, 3 p.m. for us. So at least yeah. we can develop some sort of routine. And then the fucking league. And, and, and what I see, and here's what bothers me the most, is I, I know a lot of these people, is that you have a Thursday kickoff in Manchester, and it's like the game kicks off at 8.30. And the last train out of Manchester, you have to cut out of the game. You have to leave the game early. If you want to catch yeah. public transport. To go home, home yeah. to London. Yeah, and like, so that's the thing. It's like, forget about us U.S. fans. The fucking people over and, and there can't go. And some oxygen thief, there's a room full of oxygen thief, uh, uh, sky people that are just going, 
what do we care about the the, the five thousand Arsenal fans that go away versus yep, and and, and that really sucks. And 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 that'll bring me to a, a tangent that man, we had a packed house here today. I loved it. Yeah, we had so many people here today. Being part of Richmond Gooners is you come here because Washington from home is boring. Yep, and that's why I sympathize with the people over there that. If I lived in London, yeah, I would probably have a connection and go to want to go to Manchester. And it stinks because you want to go to Manchester on Saturday, but now you can't. You got to go to your boss and, and not only get time off for it, you got to get a train or yeah. some sort of transport. You get, now you have a hotel. And so, Scott, you're, so you're eliminating income and also you're spending extra money. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and if you have a family, we're talking about. Who's going to pick up the kid? And yeah. X, Y, Z. And, 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 and the Sky people who are sitting there in their whatever. I don't want to use In their boardroom or whatever. Yeah, and, and they don't care. They no. don't care because they know, like, well, there's 200,000 people in, in Taipei or whatever. And and not to say anything about them, but it just really sucks for the people it really does. from London that because when, when Arsenal sucks... All the Taipei people there? Are, are they going to be there? Yeah. Are they going to switch their... They're going to they pull their city jerseys out of the closet. <laughs> right. Speaking, right. Of, uh, speaking of board meetings in a more lighthearted manner, uh, I know somebody else that had a board meeting today, and United that's Man United. Literally right now. As we Fire speak. Yes. And, uh, yeah, don't know, like I said earlier, don't know if we're going to wake up on Monday morning with uh, the same manager managing Man United. Uh, and we're going to see them in... Just over a couple of weeks, under a couple of weeks, the second of December. So that's yeah. And to Tom's point, you know that that is a lot of our they will favorite probably fixtures. Have a, United away, yeah. They're They'll probably have, a, probably have a legendary bald Frenchman at the helm. <laughs> I really don't see Zidane going there. I really, it, it I do. Weird. I mean, I, I, I see what you're about the Ronaldo he, connection, the Ronaldo and him. the Veron connection too. And he famously enjoyed, really enjoyed coaching both. But of man, them. that dude just—he he, just—he just smells of I coach in Spain. You know, like, I just don't see him coming to Manchester. <laughs> you know? It's he smells of I coach Real Madrid. If he doesn't coach Real Madrid, he ain't going to coach anywhere else in Spain. I would say he would go back to France. He speaks, like, five languages or something it's like not, that, It's too. not a matter of, like, a cultural disconnect. It okay. just, he doesn't seem like a Manchester, you know, Northwest England right. guy to that, me. That's, I think that's my thing is I, I don't know... And who knows? I'd be willing to put money on that he's if 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 Ollie gets fired, I'd be willing to put money that Zidane is named their manager within forty eight hours of that. God, that is. It might have happened already. Let me just well, look, let me just to your point. You don't uh, fire we, a guy midseason unless you know what you're going to do. You know. Yeah, I don't I, think you. I don't think you fire midseason and say, okay, now we start the search. You know. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I honestly don't want to give that club any minutes on this recording. <laughs> I. I'm looking over here and how... As I sit underneath we, the giant yeah, we chased, poster. You know, I say we chased him out, and, and, and what they're going to say is that, well, you didn't chase us out, but there were so many of us that they said, we don't want to come here anymore. It wasn't like me and Joey Chapman came in here and... and Fought everyone one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But we did it the fair way, and, and that's what I'm willing to talk about. So... I Sky Sports. No, go on. Sorry. Who's, who's the next Man United manager going to be? Crossy the fucking clown. <laughs> well, speaking of a clown show, uh, the next week we have Newcastle. 
and they're they're trying to get Eddie Howe in there to you know get stuff in order, but it may or may not work. So hopefully we can. He has COVID. Oh well, well there. Who has? Don has COVID. No, Eddie Howe has no. COVID. Well, it was right. announced this morning. Well, then it's an extreme clown show. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he's still the coach, but he's still the coach, but he's got COVID. So I mean, yeah. I feel good about uh, skipping points next week. It's going to be an early morning Saturday, but we hope to see you here at Gus's Bar and Grill. Until then, I am Ryan. That is Tom. See you. And that is Joey. We out. Later, y'all.